and welcome back to another episode of Translating Love with me, Wifi. And Danny. We are redoing this episode because <laughs> I didn't press record for some reason. Yeah, it was really good, I have to say. It so was a good I'm episode. really upset that we have to do it again because it was a really good episode. It was a good episode. Then it just was not really there. I didn't it was still a nice conversation. It was a nice conversation, but it didn't record. Yeah. So it was kind of frustrating to see that nothing's there afterwards. Yeah. Um, the problem is that because we record with this older laptop, the laptop like fan makes a loud noise, so it can't be next to us, which makes it sometimes hard. So we basically hard. have it outside of the room. Yeah, so it makes it a little hard so to... So if it's not recording or stops recording, we don't really know. Right. So, so we trust technology and... Yeah, we failed. Um, but also, we, I mean, we, I think we mentioned it that we got, get, we have like two pet rats. Um, and I have to say, we had two pet rats because one of them passed away on Friday. Sadly. Sadly, pretty fast and unexpected. Yeah. Our other rat has a tumor. Yeah. And so we've been kind of mentally preparing for her to die. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to happen sooner rather than later. And then kind of unexpectedly, literally out of the blue, our other rat died. Yeah. Um, but we were there with her. It was horrible. Yeah. But I'm also super grateful that we were there with her. Yeah. So she wasn't alone. And yeah, and hopefully that brought her at least a little bit of comfort in those last moments, which were probably pretty scary. So. I, I want to believe so. Yeah. So, and she had a good life so rest in peace remy yeah. um and i'm yeah. a little i mean i'm a lot sad i'm going through my typical grieving process which for me is not like i know what to expect now basically mm. when i grieve and it's a little different for me with pets than it is with people i mean sure but just in terms no but some people have the same grieving process no matter so, what okay. it is mm -hmm. but my grieving process is a little different with pets but I don't know, since Friday, it's now Sunday, and I'm totally exhausted where I could literally sleep the whole day, and I want to eat all the time, but only like junk food. But that goes back to like my previous eating disorder when I was sad and when I was stressed, I went to food. So mm. I think that's part of that. But yeah, so that's, that's shitty. I don't want to eat. I have zero appetite for anything that's actually good. And there are like some chips or some cookies or some things around that's all yeah right. and we have stuff like that so all's good <laughs> so but uh let's go to the um topic of the episode um and the topic is couples therapy yeah um or ther therapy in general um and we just start like with a brief introduction of us finding to therapy i think Mm -hmm. Maybe you start. I will start. Uh, basically, my first experience with therapy was after my trauma in 2016. Mm -hmm. And if you are not aware of that, you can listen to the, the trauma episode, episode about trauma. Right. And we each go into our experience with trauma. Um, but yeah, that was my first experience with it. And I saw this woman and the thing about the u.s is that it's really expensive to get therapy 
Or it can be. It can be, yeah. And my work at the time was they basically like through the health insurance at my work, you could get five free sessions with somebody. That's kind of um, nice. Though. And it had to be like in a certain network, like you had to find the okay. person who mm. accepted that. But for the most part, it was pretty open. Mm. So I decided, okay, I'll take advantage of it. But I only saw her like two, maybe three times. And then I stopped going because I had a really hard time trusting my therapist. I mean, that's a big thing. If you go to the therapist for the first time, it's sometimes a little hard to be so open with a, technically a stranger. Well, I think especially if you go because of something. Right. So if it's not right. just, if, if you go because something happened or because mm. you're going through something specific, which I think is most of the time when mm. people go to therapy, I think it can be really hard to, like for me, I didn't even mention my trauma. Yeah in the two or three times that yeah. I was there. I talked yeah. a lot about my relationship and that that was struggling and things, but I found myself lying to her when she would ask me certain questions about I think about that's things. pretty common though. Yeah, I think it's common, but but for me it was like, I'm not going to do this if I'm not yeah, going to be honest yeah, about yeah. it because it's not gonna bring me something. I mean, that's something with therapy. When you go, you have to wrap your head around being open to someone who is a stranger to mm -hmm. you. But with a therapist, you usually feel a connection pretty fast, I would say, in the first or in the second sitting. I would say trust your gut just right. initially. It's right. the same when you meet a new person. Right. You meet somebody and you instantly know if you get along with them mm. or if you at least click with them or especially if you don't click with them. I think that's more yeah. something that you feel like I really don't like this person. I get a bad vibe from them. But it, I think a big point is with a therapist, the more you are up, up front and, mm -hmm. and honest with them right away, the more you realize pretty fast, is that person right for me or not? Yeah. And I, it's hard. I mean, I did eventually, when I moved to Austria, I started seeing another therapist. I only went to him one time because he was kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, But I was really lonely when I moved here, which we've talked about too on the mm. podcast. And so I went to see a therapist because I was still struggling with trauma. Um, and I found an English-speaking therapist here. And I decided to give it a go. But I didn't like how he talked about my trauma, how yeah, he, he yeah. also talked about other patients that he had, very detailed specifics of those patients, yeah, yeah. which I think is a no-go. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so... And he basically acted as if he healed me at some point. Like at the end of the session, he gave me like a breathing exercise, like when I'm feeling anxious. And mm. it was a good breathing exercise. But he said something after we tried it. We tried the breathing exercise together. And then at the end, he was like, and that's it. And then you won't have that problem anymore. It goes away. Like essentially, that's what he said. <laughs> he's I was like, like, uh... he's like, he like snipped in his finger. He's like, and it's gone. <laughs> right. So I was like, that yeah, makes okay. two hundred bucks, please. Right. It's like, okay, we're we're done. Oh my god. Yeah, that was interesting. But at least what I what I brought to that second one when I first sat down with him, I was open right away, and I told him this is why I'm here. Mm. And I think that as hard as it is, that that's the best thing you can do yeah, when you so start too. therapy because then you put all the cards out on the table. Yeah. yeah. You came for a reason, mm. and why wait five, ten sessions before you're comfortable telling that reason rather than just say it right up front, this is it, and then you don't have to talk so much in detail about it right away, but at least say that's what I'm working up to. I'm working up to being able to talk mm. about that and mm. be okay with that. Yeah. So 
that's my that's my opinion at least and that's my experience so um i wish that i would have found a therapist that i trusted and that i really liked um but i do have a good experience because you and i found a therapist mm -hmm. that we both really like so that's I mean, my experience with therapy mm -hmm. i started therapy right in the hospital when when i had my accident um and the the i was a really nice therapist and uh, he helped me a lot in the first few months of like seeing that like a life-changing event can be is not like life ending or anything but it's also more like okay you have still chances chances to do something and there's still a normal life more like a new perspective yeah instead right of a, yeah right um the problem back then it wasn't it was more for my i don't know to broaden up my view more to uh rather than help me mentally mm -hmm. because i didn't have like any capacity to really go into that and what it means to me and how it can or will affect me at some point so and i think for you you weren't really nah. ready to no, face no, the, the no. mental aspect of it because no. that didn't I really hit you until later i wasn't also as like uh far or open-minded at that point mm. um i i don't know i was maybe a little too young a little too unexperienced and i just took every day by day and and tried to reach my goals that i set myself um, and I didn't really think about any mental health problems mm -hmm. I could have um, had or, or I will develop at some point because of that thing. But it opened up at least my my gateway to to therapy and my my like I don't know seeing the the the, the positive aspects of therapy. Um, but then I stopped a little for a while and then i started studying through this like institution of my work um and they also had like a therapist there and i uh um you basically had to go there a couple of times um mandatorily to see okay is that thing that you're studying um right for you and how are you feeling about it and blah blah that's cool though that's a mandatory thing it's a it's, yeah i mean they pay for your for your uh, studying or whatever so they want to see that the people who what they're doing is right for them and not that they're mm -hmm. wasting, you know, three years mm -hmm. or whatever. And, and then, okay, I might not even want to do that. Mm -hmm. And and through that, I, I basically uh, met my therapist, which, uh, yeah, she, she helped me a lot through the last, I don't know, how many years. You basically continued to see her after Yeah, until after I think that. 2018. Uh, yeah, I, I would say then it was around that time. Stopped doing uh, sessions. Mm -hmm. um, and... Yeah, it helped me a lot. Um, I didn't go all the time, but I went frequently and, and I worked through a lot of things that I've never really worked through. And especially with my dad and parents and, and all that stuff that, you know, you know that you should talk about at some point, but you never really do. And she also encouraged me to talk with my dad and, and you know, try to, I don't know, uh, basically talk about the the things that are a problem in that relationship and stuff like that so uh yeah i liked the aspect of it and also of course depression and my health anxiety stuff which um she gave me some good insights so i always since i i was 21 i always really really liked uh the aspect of therapy and i never saw it as like this you know this thing that you need 
or or if you need it, you're crazy or whatever. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a wellness thing, and it's the same of working out or or eating healthy. You're not necessarily um, helping yourself right in that moment, unless it's really bad or whatever, or you're really hungry and you're starving. But you you do that for like uh, later. It's a wellness thing. It's, it's it should be preventative. It should be to build up a set of tools to help you manage certain situations in life, um, and also to help you grow. Yeah, I think that's a big point too. Is to say that there is such a big stigma around therapy, and it's getting less and less so. Um, but even not that long ago, in like 2016, when I started, I told maybe one other person that mm. I was going to therapy besides like my family obviously like my mom and my dad um but I told like one other person that I was going to see a therapist and the, f the response is always like oh yeah right it's it's not like oh good for you or that's that's I'm glad that you're doing that or how yeah, is that going yeah. it's always oh yeah like and then you you wonder okay you see them kind of analyzing you and, and then you look at them and like this crazy and eye and it's like yeah I'm crazy <laughs> god damn it I'm going to stab you wow <laughs> Nah, but but yeah. I think there is such a stigma around it, yeah. and I think it's really important that that stigma gets taken away because it's such an important thing to be able to talk to somebody who's unbiased to you, yeah. who doesn't know you, yeah. who is professionally trained to exactly do that to help you through things and yeah. help you get a new perspective on something. Yeah, and. You can go to therapy before there's a real problem or before things get super bad or it doesn't have to be something that you go to because you suffered a trauma or because you, uh, I don't know, I mean, that was depressed. Or... That was the first thing when we saw a therapist together and we were open about that. Um, and some people said, oh, oh, my God, I didn't know that you had problems. Yeah, and I thought everything, everything okay? was going fine. You guys seem like really that, happy. Where you can see that there's still this stigma out. This yeah. like, okay, you go see a therapist when things are not okay or like yeah. as a last resort. Which, and that's also what you see in movies and TV I mean, yeah, and right, stuff. Right, right. People, couples therapy. You see couples going to therapy and they're arguing the whole time in therapy. It's it's never yeah. really a positive experience, at least that I've seen. That's in funny. And TV. I mean, our therapist said that as well. I yeah. mean, she said that she we said are an exception <laughs> and it's a refreshing thing that couples come to her um, to to work on their relationship and not to work on problems they already have. To like open their communication mm. and to work mm. on things that might seem small now, but they see could, and yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. We we have these these small communication issues sometimes, or we just don't know how to get through a certain thing. Yeah, and we take that to therapy then, and we say this is this is what we've been dealing with, yeah. and this yeah. is something that we could see becoming bigger, and we don't want it to get that way. And I think that's important. Yeah, I think, no, it and is. it's not just with couples therapy, but with therapy for yourself. Yeah. If you're feeling anxious, if you're not sure what what to study, if you, you know, and what to do with your life, we're expected to figure that out so early right, in life. Right. Or in or right now, I mean with all the uncertainty with the pandemic, mm -hmm. with job insecurity, with money being tied, whatever. Yeah. There's always a chance to get like someone to talk to even though um 
you have to pay a little bit and there are usually somewhere options where you can pay based on your income. Yeah, that's what we um, do. Right, um, and and it doesn't have to be that much money in order it to talk to someone. It doesn't have to be that you go in debt because you're seeing a therapist, right. which then defeats the purpose of right. getting through a lot of stuff because that causes more anxiety. Right. But that's something I encourage everyone to look into. Like Google it. Just go on Google and look in your area for income-based uh, therapy, right. something like that. And you'll f I guarantee you it exists in And there are also area. online options. There are online options, and it doesn't have to be the ones that you hear about on, you know, that are advertised yeah, on yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, other ones. There are other ones that are cheaper and where maybe you can pay by session. Right. A lot of them are monthly payments. Right. But I bet that there are also online counseling uh, services that you pay by session. And, and it's also something, I mean, you try it out and you see if you like it, if you feel better, and yeah. I bet you will. Um, and it's a nice thing to do to yourself too once in a while. It's the same as, as I said, going to the gym, working out, mm -hmm. maybe taking a warm bath or a hot shower after a long, stressful day. That's the same thing, essentially. It's just for your soul. It's yeah. for your mental health. It's um, a great way to get a new perspective on things. Of right. Maybe you never would have thought of something like that. Right. I mean, something that our therapist does really well is that, and I think good therapists do this really well, is that they give, they first of all ask you questions mm -hmm. that you wouldn't have asked yourself. It's the, it's the, that's, that's something I love. It's most of the time the right question and well, you just really reflect, make you think. right? You just reflect on that, and then you get the answer right away because the answers in yourself. Yeah, the therapist there. is not going to tell you they don't that is the, the answer answers. to your problem because right. they don't know that, but they know the que the questions you ask them. Yeah, yeah. To make you think about it and get to the answer yourself. Yeah, yeah. And they also a good therapist will also give you tools yeah. to help you continue down the right path and to prevent you from falling back into old habits or just in our case like with with little arguments mm. we sometimes would have these little arguments that they should be small but they end up being massive for whatever reason yeah someone is stressed or maybe there's right. something else coming towards that or you're just being super pissed at something that that all comes out or you just are stubborn and you right. can't let something go even though it's really small that's we both have that problem sometimes i don't <laughs> You do. I'm not stubborn at all. Not at all. No. Nope. But she's really helped us by giving us a lot of useful tools. Yeah. Um, to not only as a couple, but also individually. Yeah. She's really good at like getting to know us as a couple, but also getting to know us individually. Yeah, I like that about her. To, to try to give us things that work for us together but also specifically work for each mm, of our needs mm. and i think that that's a really special that's thing. true that's true um and it's one of the things you have to work at it's not like you go to therapy once and you're you're good like nah. you're good to go like my one therapist nah. seemed to think yeah. but he didn't want to work anymore he's like you're good <laughs> right. bye <laughs> but it's i think i think it's something that you have to put the work into just like anything mm. but if you put the work into it and you continue to go to therapy and you utilize the tools that they give you yeah. not just go talk about shit and yeah. then forget yeah. about it when you go home but to actually reflect on the sessions that you have and the things yeah. that they say yeah not at solid let's take a quick break Yeah. 
And we're back. <laughs> so uh, we're back. Uh, one thing, I, I, you, you probably won't like that, but I'm listening. Yeah, you, you. I'm listening to the Just Stone podcast, um, <laughs> and it's called A Cup of Happy, and it's really, it's a really nice. Why? Why do you say I won't like that? Uh, you, because you always roll your eyes when I mention it. Because I mean, Just Stone is a, a singer songwriter. Yeah. And he has a massive crush on her, I mean, which she's, is fun. She's such an amazing personality, and and she's just like this happy, dappy uh, personality. And and her podcast is really insightful. She has a lot of cool guests on. She talked about uh, with her latest guest about therapy too, and she said also she read somewhere she quoted someone that it's always good if you are in a relationship where you really can see being with the person longer. Or feeling like okay, this this can be something bigger, something more important to go to see a therapist right away. Not necessarily because you have problems or you want to prevent problems, but to uh, to understand each other better. Like mm -hmm. we said, to you get the right questions asked, you might um, get tools to uh, to work on things that or to to solve problems later at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think that's, that's such a vital thing to do, especially if you are with someone you really love. And come on, it's like an hour or 50 minutes in a, a week or mm -hmm. a month, whatever, how often you do it. Um, and it's worth it to do that early on to, yeah. you know, to, to, I don't know. It's the same I mean, we preach it all the time. Talk with each other. Take time to do quality stuff together, not just sitting in front of the couch and, and uh, in front of the TV on the couch and just watch something mindlessly. Let's, let's sit in front of the couch later. Change it up a little bit. <laughs> let's sit on the TV in front of the couch. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. And just watch the couch and see I what will. happens. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll update you all about our I'll couch do. adventures and no, but, if something exciting but happens. But I think, I think it's, it's... I've seen so many really, really tight couples and then they just... Like, they, they've been together for a long time mm -hmm. and you know that they're really good together and they love each other, but then they break up. I mean, sure, you don't have the full insight and the whole story, sure. but I know that none of them went to therapy and they considered it at the end. I think we end. know one couple that, that tried therapy. Yeah, yeah. But mostly at the end when the problems were already so big because yeah. they piled up over the years. Well, and that's exactly when we talked about this the first time we recorded yeah this. right you don't know that <laughs> you don't know that yet um but that was how it was in my previous relationship where we were really struggling he didn't realize we were struggling even though i would say very often that things are not right between us something yeah. needs to be done yeah. and i could also tell he was depressed and I recommended him to go to therapy mm. like alone. But as it started to affect me more and us as a couple more, I was like, we have to go to couples therapy. Mm. I really need that. And I expressed that to him. And he turned down every single time. Mm. He showed zero interest. And I think I did that for about a year. About a year I was asking him, begging him to go to therapy. And because I wanted it to work out up to a certain point where then I was like, okay, I'm done. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you clearly don't want to put in the work to the relationship. And once that turned for me and I expressed that to him that, okay, clearly you don't want to put in this work and mm. all of this, all of this is going to shit. Um, all of a sudden he wanted to go to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it was too late at that point. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm done. I've put in 
countless hours and years of work and it seems like it's for nothing yeah i mean that's fine too if if you break up and if you if things go apart then that's fine too sure you shouldn't hold on to something that doesn't make you happy and exactly. doesn't make the other person happy but in the long run if you're with someone and you feel like okay this is something special and this is something real why not go to see a therapist once in a while and work right. on that whole thing and to also hit on that point um it doesn't have to be with someone you're romantically involved with right it can be uh, uh with a parent uh it can be because there's a lot of people who have struggling relationships with their parents i would totally go see a therapist with my dad if he would pay for it <laughs> <laughs> i would totally That's do that nice. yep. i think you both would benefit from yeah, that i think totally. him especially yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah, I think that that's also important. Even if you don't have problems with your parents, it's also good, I think, to go sure. go once in a while with a parent and just kind of check in with each other. Um, or or this might sound silly, but with like someone you live with, like yeah. a friend that you share an apartment with. Yeah. I, I had countless arguments with people I lived with because you just do things differently. Same with my sister when we lived together. Yeah. Or exactly, or siblings. Yeah. Siblings can go to therapy. Yeah. You, you have all these relationships in your life, and I think a lot of the time we take them for granted. And I think especially with family, mm. like siblings and, mm. and parents, and therapy can do so much for those relationships. Yeah, especially with family. I don't know. I think it's – I know personally some people who would benefit from that, and, and I know some people who express that towards like mother mm -hmm. or father, but they are just – not as far into say okay let's do that or they are more like okay therapy is something that you need when you you know have mm -hmm. problems but obviously we don't have problems so we mm -hmm. don't see a therapist stuff like that and it's kind of sad to see people expressing something so like okay i need that from you because yeah. our relationship is not working but they just refuse to do that yeah and that's again with the stigma around therapy yeah, totally i I am such a strong advocate for going to therapy before there's a problem. Yeah. Because everybody could use therapy. Literally every single person oh, in the world could benefit from therapy. Yeah. Yeah. It does so much good for you. Even if you feel perfectly fine and yeah. you're like a yeah. super happy person, everyone can benefit from it. Yeah. It's you all learn about, so much right. about yourself. It's all about learning, about growing, about moving forward in your life and, mm -hmm. and gaining a more... and 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 bigger view of, of yourself, yeah. your your surroundings, how other people might feel, yeah. how you affect other people and stuff like that. It's... Knowing how good it can be, I wish that I could go back to when I was younger, like 13, yeah. when I first started experiencing depression and without knowing that it was depression yet and see a therapist. I, yeah. I wish that yeah. I would yeah. have done something like that because it... I mean, at the same time, I'm one of those people who thinks that everything happens for a reason. So if I do that, then it's like the butterfly effect and my the, whole life would be the, different the, now. The, I think the thing, what you, what we want to say and what we want to give to you, especially if you're younger and if you're struggling for whatever reason, personally, on your mental health or in your relationship and stuff like that, just try it. Even if you're not young, even if you're 80. Sure, sure. Do it. If you have never dipped into the whole thing try it try not mm -hmm. why not there's nothing to lose it's a little bit of money sure but you gain so much from it yeah. and it's so and and i would personally would have started much sooner too mm -hmm. and 
and I, there, I know a lot of people who say the same thing, that they are so enlightened and so, so much better as a person and as a human being when they started uh, therapy. And I know the opposite way, or people who had therapy and then they stopped and they say they miss it, they want to yeah. go back to it because it helped them so much. And it's not like you have to go every month or every, I mean, when we started going together, we went like every three weeks or so. And yeah. then that went down or went up, I don't know how you would say that, to every month and then every three months. Yeah. And then it's more of like a check-in, which is also good. So it doesn't always have to be you go and you have so much to talk about, but it's good to just go and check in. Because then if something comes up, you still, yeah. that person, your therapist is still updated with how your life is up yeah. to that point. Yeah. Whereas if you stop going for a year, you go then again. And also it's a good thing so much to, say that. <laughs> to have an appointment and something happens, something like there's a fight some, sometimes and you can't yeah. resolve it yourself. You can still write it down and bring that towards the next session and say like, hey, this happened and it's still there. We don't know mm -hmm. how to resolve it. Uh, what are ways? What what can we do to do to to yeah. you know check it off? Yeah, it's basically what we did the last time we went last week. We went to therapy, and for me, it was I started realizing after the jealousy episode that we recorded, I started realizing that I wasn't maybe quite as far along mm. with that as I thought that I was. Yeah, and I started thinking about it more, analyzing it more, and. I realized that there were still things that I felt were unresolved yeah, that yeah. like issues that Voithy and I had um, kind of surrounding that topic a little bit. And so we went with that. And even though it's like a two-year-old issue yeah, um, and it's not brought up super often with us anymore, but I realized that that's still kind of a thing for me and I want that to be gone yeah, because I don't want it to follow us throughout our relationship. And so even things like that are okay. You can talk about things from when you were five or when you were the, last I week mean, or two years ago or who, The you funny know? thing is that therapy usually goes back to childhood anyways. Almost always. <laughs> because most of our problems lie in childhood and how we were treated and how we saw people mm -hmm. we loved were treated badly or wrong or whatever. So, yeah. But, yeah, I think I think we just quickly go over the Instagram questions. So what we do sometimes, um, we post Instagram questions on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying Instagram one more time. Um, Instagram? Instagram. And we asked, like, uh, basically, do you consider going to couples therapy only when things are bad? Or a, a similar question. And almost all the questions were, like, I'm not currently going or mm -hmm. not currently seeing someone, but... It's always good to see a therapist yeah. because you can gain so much knowledge and so yeah. much um, tools and, and things about yourself. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, that's what we've been saying. Yeah. Um, and it's fun that people are seeing it the same way, even though they're not seeing a therapist right, right away, which, yeah. which is totally fine. But at least they're open-minded or they have seen someone in the past and yeah. they know what can be beneficial mm -hmm. of the whole thing. Um, one important thing that I want to bring up, and we will follow up about this because I am not qualified to answer it. Um, but one of my friends is a or was a social worker or is a social worker. And she told me that it's never appropriate to go to couples therapy when there's domestic violence involved. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and she, she said, if I want to know more about that, then I can ask her. So I'm going to talk to her about that because I could guess why that's the case. Mm. But I don't want to say that now because I could be wrong and I don't want to give false information. Yeah. Um, but I will follow up on that topic. But I just wanted to put it out there for anyone who be listening to this episode who is experiencing domestic violence um, that it's potentially maybe not a good thing to do couples therapy. And I will follow up maybe with some yeah. things that you can do. Um, and yeah, but just to put that out there. Yeah, I think that's it. We're through. I think so. A second time. And I hope when we go up, <laughs> there nobody dies <laughs> what <clears throat> go up where up upstairs oh yeah that's what happened last time we finished the podcast we went upstairs and then we finished uh, talking we didn't finish anything else right the podcast didn't, wasn't finished didn't record <laughs> right but, but yeah shortly after someone died Remy died yeah but i will say that we gave her a nice little funeral we mm. sat with her for a while um and then we we buried her in the backyard and I made a little stone for her with her name on it and a little drawing of a rat. And yeah. Of which I had to watch a YouTube video of how to draw because <laughs> I cannot draw to save my life. Um, <laughs> but it turned out nice. It turned out nice, yeah. Um, and we lit a candle and that candle has been burning since Friday night and it yeah. is now Sunday. So that's also lovely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we're just dealing with a second rat who is slowly leaving us and now depressed and lonely and that's a whole nother heartbreak so. yeah let's not talk about that but she's getting lots of food and treats and yeah she came on that does, that that thing has the best life yeah besides being does. alone right now but yeah. but even before that they both had the best life they did um yeah thank you for listening please i mean we know we say that all the time please share the podcast <laughs> please 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 that helps us a lot um and thank you for all the feedback. If you want to reach us if, uh, through the website or on our Instagram at Translating Love Podcast, um, it's all down in the description. And uh, we really appreciate you. Yes, we do. And until the next time. Until the next time. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 B